Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody, it's Annalena here and welcome to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast. I have the honor to have the amazing Dr. Tracy Debbie here with me today and she's a former chiropractor turned transformational coach and she has advised aspiring entrepreneurs and business owners all over North America to increase their impact and income. And she believes in the healing powers of self-expression, intuition, vulnerability, and movement to help her clients safely look inward and unlock their trapped potential in order to guide them towards alignment, fulfilling their true purpose on this planet. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and she's also, since we're on the podcast here, she also has her own podcast called Spirit of Success. Um, where she releases weekly episode and already has over 4,500 downloads and has reached a global audience of listeners across the world. And Dr. Tracy is dedicated to providing the tools and resources necessary for healing and deep connection to oneself. And she's also a spiritual adventurer and lover of metaphysics, and she lets her intuition lead the way always. And she lives um, for world wandering and mother nature. The ocean and mountains are adorned by her in equal measure. And in terms of human design, she is a 4-6 emotional projector. So welcome, Debbie. How are you? Hi, thank you for having me um, on the show. I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah, you are so welcome. I'm so happy to have you. And um, we actually recently met in person in Miami, and it was just so amazing to meet you in person to be in your energy and it was just an amazing experience was right yeah I think we spent like what was it like six hours yeah <laughs> more than that and it was just so cool to see people in 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 person but you and I have a lot in common we're both Aquarius we both just have like similar interests and we clicked like pretty instantly when we met via zoom actually yes and then it was kind of a natural thing to be like hey I'm gonna be in Miami want to meet up and you were like okay <laughs> Yeah, and actually, um, so I want to briefly just talk about what we will talk about today, but I want to talk a little bit how we connected also with our human design. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is so magic for people to understand more about themselves. Um, but we were talking today about like helping empathic conscious entrepreneurs who are kind of starting to feel burned out, right? And are kind of looking, hey, there, there must be a different way and creating effortless success without burning out, right? So because uh, you're quite an expert with that. So I'm super excited to dive into that with you. And we both are empathic, conscious entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, how do, did we connect? So 
like I said, right, um, Trace is a 4-6 emotional projector. I myself am a 2-4 manifesting generator. So we both have that 4-line. And the 4-line mm-hmm. is all like, we click very easily. We get along. And, and the 2-4 and the 4-6 profile in general get along really well. So, and guess who connected us? One of our dear friends, and she's a 4-6 manifester. Um, our dear friend Christina. Christina, probably, right? yes. She's also <clears throat> being featured on my, on my podcast here. And oh yay! Uh, yeah. So, so that in itself is so amazing because you know the four line is so magical. It's about networking and bringing people together, and there's such beautiful things that come from this, right? Because Christina, you know, shared her intuition and told you about me, and you were like, "Oh my god, I want to do this. It sounds amazing." We connected over Zoom, we clicked, it felt good. And then we had a session, a couple of sessions, and here we are on the podcast, right? And <laughs> that's the timeline, yep. <laughs> all, all while we slowed down, right? Yeah. All of it was effortless, like you said. Like it was just following that feeling one step at a time, and like the one step led to the next. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we in, in particular connected over human design, right? Mm-hmm. So can you share with the listeners a little bit how learning more about your human design has really opened up your perspective and also especially how you approach your business? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I'm sure if you know about human design, you know how powerful it is. For me in particular, learning that I was a projector was a bit of a game changer, specifically a 4 six. Um, Because I've always struggled in my life with like, am I an introvert? Am I an extrovert? But I can swing either way. And so I didn't, I wasn't really conscious of when that would happen or even why that would happen. Mm -hmm. And I've always noticed like that I would get burnt out easily. So Mm -hmm. you said that I'm an expert in it because I've experienced burnout so many times. And so a lot of what I had to deal with was people like just really calling me lazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? that, that's this. I think it's a meme for projectors because yeah, it's like, don't call me lazy. I'm a projector. It's it's really exactly because you need to rest more. It has nothing. Yeah, but even um even beyond that, like I can deal with that. But it was more like the internal questioning of like, you know, why is it harder for me to do things? Like, you know, why do I struggle? Why you know why is it challenging? Because I can be so passionate about something, and then I can do it for a really short period of time, and then I can't sustain it long. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I would ask myself, you know, like, what's wrong with me, which is like the, the dumbest question to ask, because there's nothing wrong with me. Okay. And so learning that I was a projector really helped me understand, okay, I don't have that sacral energy source that everyone else seems to have. Like, that's a foreign concept to me. I'm like sacral energy source, you know what? Mm-hmm. And so for me, the key was tapping into my connection with source. Mm-hmm. So I feel like any projector, it's like really important to have that spiritual connection. Because mm-hmm. when I have that spiritual connection, it's like the wind beneath my wings. You know, I forget that I don't have that sacral energy source, but I also understand the importance of slowing down. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting for me learning about the projector is like, I was never going to thrive in a, in a nine to five business mm-hmm. ever, or even a typical way of doing anything, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm also Aquarius. So we're very outside the box. So I had like many things working in my favor for like, I just couldn't do it. Even the way people were telling me to build a chiropractic practice, like it didn't resonate with me. It didn't feel good. I didn't want to do it that way. And so I ended up being a very different chiropractor. And that comes comes back to that empathic side of me. I just, 
I couldn't just ignore what I was feeling. Um, and so I started to ask people about deeper issues that were going on. And so that's just, it changed the way I practiced um, because I was asking people to slow down and really look at what was going on. And I realized a lot of people weren't ready to do that mm-hmm. and they didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I also realized Bob Proctor literally said this to me, like what you have in your environment is a reflection of you. And I was like, oh my God, I'm attracting this because that's also my issue. Mm-hmm. And so I learned like, I'm not slowing down either. So when Annalena talks about slowing down to quantum leap, like she means it because slowing down, it feels strange. You know, like when I first did it, I'm like, again, am I lazy? Like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't want to do this, but you realize that there's so much richness in the slowing down. All the answers that you're like hustling to find out are actually available to you when you slow down, they're right there. And, and for me, my pain was my teacher. Um, it was my teacher in terms of asking me to slow down and also my teacher to help me really connect into myself. Like we all say like you have the answers, but when you create that moment of truly slowing down mm-hmm. to go within, to get answers, and then you get them and they're simple and they're beautiful and they're easy for you to understand. And they hit you in this deep place that moves you and forever changes you, I think that's the kind of inner listening that slowing down allows you to have and no amount of hustle will ever get you will ever 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 get me that so it really changed the way I approached my career which changed the way I approached my well my health was first actually because I was like I can't be a chiropractor (laughs) and practice if I have pain you know what I mean it was Mm -hmm. that integrity breach I'm like something's happening here and then that affected my career, which then affected my, my relationship. So my whole life changed basically by slowing down. Yeah, I love that. And it, it's so true what you say. I mean, I, I know I preach it to my clients all the time. Your life is always a reflection of your internal world. And also for me, now that you're talking about it, um, you know, I created this podcast, The Art of Slowing Down. Guess who needs this message the most? Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I'm just gonna let's, let's share the story because we were just talking about it um by the time this is being the episode is going to be released this will already be like had happened but I was training for a half marathon uh, for several months and have been really enjoying it and I never did run a half marathon and then what happened like three days no two days after I released the very first episode of this podcast the art of slowing down I started to get a little bit symptoms in my throat and then I I had COVID my daughter had it myself had it and um, so I I had to slow down you know Mm. and it was mainly like my body just felt tired and wanted to rest and it, it also felt so good you know, because even though I had been enjoying it so much, and at first I was really disappointed. I was I'm a very ambitious person. I mean, you know, just being an Aquarius, <laughs> really. Yep. Like, no, I'm going to do it anyways. And I also have the world center defined in human design, so I can push through things very easily. But then one day, um, as I was feeling better already, I went for a walk and so, yeah, I feel fine. I'm going to start training again. Hmm. And the next day, I was so tired again. And, and, and I was. I officially allowed myself and I, I made the decision very consciously, I'm not running. I'm not going to push myself because it's now 
in four or five days time, four days time is the event, right? And I'm just feeling back to normal myself and I haven't picked up training again. And that's an act of self-love, I feel. Now, is it easy? No, it's freaking hard, right? It's like getting out of my ego. And the same time, there's so many other half marathons I can run and train for. So it was really the universe like, well, you, you gotta do what you preach, right? You have to slow down yourself. And it was one of the biggest slowing down requests in a long time. Yeah. So, and in that time, so much magic happened, you know? Mm. Probably more that you won't find out until like later, you know, like it keeps mm -hmm. on, like, I feel like it's the gift that just keeps giving. Yeah. <laughs> sense. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I thought in my like ego mind, like, oh, I, I have been resting so much. I probably haven't been done much. Now the truth is I had one of my best months, like in my business in that, in that month that I was sick and rested. And when my, my coach the other day in my mastermind, she was kind of like, Hey, what have you been accomplished in general? And I was kind of like, well, yeah, I probably wasn't much. And then I started to write and I was like, wow. So I was blown away. Mm -hmm. Like, like I launched a podcast. I, I, I launched an academy with my friend for human design certification. I did this and that, and, and this thing happened. And I, I mean, I was just, I was like, wow, we just have to really slow down to allow ourselves to tap into all this magic. And it happens even though you, you rest a lot, even though you slow down and it doesn't mm. make sense to the mind, but I'm starting to learn hey, it's safe. Because right oh, in the world of safety, it's safe to slow down and enjoy and be in the moment. And you know what's coming to my mind as you're saying that? Slowing down is how we receive. Mm -hmm. You know? So the like key to everything we just said is receiving, right? So like you just said, you had your best month and you also happen to be, you know, something you know, COVID, whatever it, it was caused you to like slow down so you could receive. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we're like, oh, I got COVID, but like you had the best month in your business. You know what I mean? Like that's not a coincidence, you know? And I used to think that these things were coincidences. And then I've heard the story so many times and I'm like, no, like our ability to receive is everything. And the, the mm -hmm. universe is a very interesting way of showing us that. Um, and so I think First of all, I give you so much, like, I'm just so proud of you because that's so brave to talk about this so openly. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, something in my world is we, we talk about this book that was written called the like, the like body will say no. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's like an extreme side. So like, if you are self-abandoning and not showing yourself love, you know, chronically, then your body will say no, but sometimes it'll say no in a unique way like the way you describe to help you understand and receive these things, like all these seeds that you planted are ready for picking, you know? Mm -hmm. And it seems weird because it's January and you're like, well, I should still be, you know, you know, things are still cold, quote unquote. And like the world is a certain way, but like your seeds are ready, you know, your harvest is ready. And so just honoring that I think is like the human journey, right? Just being real with yourself and making it okay and safe to receive. Yeah. Um, at a time when people are like, oh, you know, it's not Christmas or Christmas is over and everyone expects a lull. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting how it can really change your perception and change your mind about things. So I love slowing down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm literally, and even like growing up, I remember my mom, um, we were walking in Cologne in Germany, you know, shopping and, and 
And I always remember she always, because I, I used to walk really fast too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I, I have always been a, still something I'm working on, to be honest. Like I have always been a really fast eater. Mm. And um, and my mom always was like, oh, can you just slow down a little bit? <laughs> so like slowing down has been, I, I'm probably going to write a book about it one day because it's the message. And and I'm a manifesting generator, right? In human design. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a big challenge for me, you know? Mm. And, and But the more magic that I see coming from the slowing down, I'm just like, this is it. This is the answer to everything, you know? And it doesn't mean, oh, slow down, do nothing, sit on the couch all day, but allowing yourself to go with the flow of life, just like the, the waves in the ocean or like the app and the flow, like everything has its um, times and it slows it's rhythm. Down. Exactly. It's the wind, right? It gets wild, it gets calm. It's the seasons. It's like everything. Like it's, it's day and night. And, and we humans are trying to be day, 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 day without having any night to rest, right? That doesn't work. We know that. So it's just allowing ourselves to be in sync with nature again yes I love that and I think it's so true because when I was at my like lowest moment Mm -hmm. depressed suicidal I was trying to do all these things I was trying to do many things you know it's like it's like typical um you know I was trying to like multitask Mm -hmm. and I was so achievement oriented so I was like the more I do the like better you know Mm -hmm. and that's when I also was the most disconnected from nature yeah so I had no connection to the rhythms mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that happened to me, and I had like an indie, which is a different story, but the first thing that I started to appreciate was nature. Like mm-hmm. I remember looking at the grass and I was like, that's like hair. <laughs> that's so cool. Or like mm-hmm. watching sand. And I was like, oh my God, it's like crystals. It's like, it just glimmers, mm-hmm. you know? And I had this true appreciation for nature. And like one of the very first messages I got was about slowing down. Mm-hmm. and how like life is a gift and if we go so fast and we just try to power our way through it we do lose that connection with nature because nature has a rhythm and so do we and we are nature and so slowing down I think one of the greatest gifts about slowing down is that finding your own rhythm yeah I love that and we, we do know we all have our own rhythms otherwise we would live in a world of robots and everything yeah it would be weird and so like one of my mentors I remember um, I didn't have a lot of female mentors in my life actually Mm -hmm. and so recently that's changed kind of dramatically but I remember she said like you know what's the beat of your drum Mm. oh that's powerful and I was like what is the beat and she's like that's your foundation like when you can hear the beat of your drum then -hmm. you actually can harmonize with other people Mm-hmm. right because then I can know the beat of your like okay this is and this is her rhythm right and this is my rhythm and they go together and so it's like that's when you know who you vibe with mm-hmm. but you also don't make yourself smaller so it's like if I can't hear my own drum something's wrong yeah you know yeah. it's like it, it's like my internal cue like what's going on and so I'll be like am I you know what what's happening and sometimes it's I'm in my ego mind or I'm trying to fit in somewhere where I don't fit in you know and I know that and that's okay you know so it's like then I can sort of figure out what's going on but when you hear your own like your own rhythm and your own beat it's like this I don't know it's the sense of fulfillment that there's no price tag on Mm -hmm. like you can't buy it 
Yeah. And also what came up for me when you were talking about that, your own rhythm is like, it has helped me to set healthy boundaries because yes. when my rhythm is in rest mode, um, I have now more like, well, right now I can talk to you tomorrow or another time or, you know, or I have also had the courage so much more to say no to things because it wasn't aligned. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yes. that's so powerful. So I have a particular question for you, Tracy, because you are a former chiropractor, right? Uh -huh. You have been practicing that and you're yourself a highly empathic, conscious entrepreneur. So what made you, you know, leave that career and now, you know, be a transformational coach for other empathic entrepreneurs? Like what, you know, called you to do this transition? Yeah. So this is a great question. And I got actually a lot of clarity on this when I did plant medicine. Mm -hmm. So I was in a lot of physical and um, emotional pain as a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. And my career was five years, which is kind of short, actually, um, for most people in chiropractic. And it's I had a lot of intense experiences as a chiropractor really early on in my career. The most intense experience was working at the Veterans Hospital in Miami, Florida. Mm -hmm. So I spent like six to seven months there and I saw like 20 patients a day. And these are generally men. So like 95% are men. So if I say men, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It was just, that's who, who I saw a lot. Yeah. And I realized really early on, these men have like this intense back pain or, you know, leg pain, but it was a lot of back pain actually. And they have these intense emotional issues. Mm -hmm. And when I say intense, like I didn't have any family in military, but I started hearing these really, like they don't have a sense of identity outside of being in the military mm -hmm. kind of an intense issue or they don't know how to be a father mm -hmm. because they haven't been around for this, this child's first years of life mm -hmm. or they nobody will hire them because they don't have quote-unquote skills or people are afraid of them or they don't know how to be intimidating and then they have PTSD mm -hmm. so there's this complex range of issues and I didn't know what to do I was like I don't think cracking your back is actually just going to help you here so I started to just listen because that was the only thing I could offer them. Mm -hmm. And then they started opening up and I'll like, I'll never forget some of the things that they told me, but I also realized that I was sort of opening up Pandora's box mm -hmm. um, because I was an empath. This was a natural skill of mine, but I also didn't really realize what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So this was, so I just, and I'm a very curious human, as you know, so basically, long story short, I decided I, I started learning that people's issues were were like more than skin deep, right? So there's these physical problems that are manifesting from somewhere else. And it seems like people's emotional issues. And then I said, I was also realizing that I had the same issue at the same time. So what I learned about myself during the plant medicine ceremony was about being an empath. So this is going to be very different than what most people were taught around being an empath. This is what I was warned. So most of the advice that I've been given as an empath is that you want to protect yourself. Um, and you want to kind of put it like I've had spiritual teachers tell me to put a protection energy around me. And so I did that. And what I found was that that sealed in the other energy I was absorbing from people. So mm -hmm. I'm an empath. I was born that way. But I also realized that there was this learned pattern from my childhood. So essentially, um, most people that are empathic, it's, it's a learned thing. And so that was news to me. So 
not to make this too complicated, but if you have a um, trauma in your childhood, so let's just say one of your parents is an alcoholic, mm-hmm. what, 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 what happens as a kid is we don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So we go in survival mode. So what I did was I basically just, dis- I like disattached from how I was feeling and I started to absorb in how a parent was feeling. And so if your parents an alcoholic and you're like, Ooh, that their energy is a little bit chaotic and confused. Today's not going to be a good day. Mm. As a kid, you either become perfect so that you don't get attacked or picked on, or you be invisible and like run away. Mm-hmm. So I know that this is a lot, but this is what I would do as a kid. And then I would do it, you know, day after. And I'd be like, Oh, it feels happy. feels good. And I'm like, Oh, you know, parent had a really good day, got a promotion. We're going to go out for dinner. There's ice cream. I'm so happy. I was also right again. Mm -hmm. And so I started to do this thing where I would disattach from how I was feeling and absorb how people were feeling. Mm -hmm. But because I didn't know that I was doing that because I was doing it subconsciously, I would hold it. Yeah, you weren't knowing that you you kept uh, yeah I can really I can totally relate to that and yeah actually you being a projector right um it's like double (laughs) yeah it's it's in a way it's in a way double and the more openness we have in in a human design chart right and I actually was looking at your chart so yeah you have a lot of openness I mean you have four centers defined in your chart um Mm -hmm. and and you're a person the, the gate 13 that's my conscious son and we are actually as we're recording this, we are in that um, in that gate, which <laughs> not is not surprised. <laughs> yeah, and then that gate, what we were just sharing with me, you saw 20 patients a day, which is a lot of energy to take on, right? And they, they were telling you their deepest secrets. That's the energy of the 13 people and sometimes strangers, they just feel so comfortable and yes. so safe to share really deep secrets that I would not tell anybody else, right? My whole life, yep. Yeah, and um, I was also wondered why, like, you know, it can be strange in the supermarket, just like, oh, literally. <laughs> so, but again, when we don't have that capacity to, to, you know, digest and release that energy and not keep it in our own system, it can be really heavy. Right. And um, it's like, not even just heavy. It like, it confused me because if, if most people feel anxious, yeah. that's because they're anxious, right? If they feel anxiety, they're, they're anxious, but empaths know that's not true for us. If we feel anxiety, we might not be anxious. Mm. And so I started to lose myself in holding everybody else's emotions. Yeah, and you don't know which is yours, right? No, and so that is like your sense of self is completely gone. And so I started to feel really sad and I had no idea why. And then what did my brain do? It made up a story why it was sad, even though it wasn't my emotion, so I couldn't process it. Mm. So anyway, I didn't learn the like skill of redirection. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that PhDs learn this in school. Like they were literally taught, like this is a thing. Mm -hmm. And so social workers, I don't know if you know this, social workers career are three to five years Mm -hmm. and dentists have the highest rate of suicide amongst um, healthcare professionals. I really know, I didn't know that. Yeah, so um, social workers only go to school for three years and they, they never learn redirection. They never learn that skill of holding energy for a certain period of time and then literally giving it back to the person, but in a healed way, mm-hmm. you know? So the, the PhD who is teaching me this, he's like, empaths are going to, are like here to change the world because we can hold emotions that some people can't sometimes for whatever reason, they can't hold it. We can hold it for them as a gesture of love and then give it back. 
So it's healed in some ways. Um, and then we give it back to them. So it gets out of their energy field. Mm-hmm. those steps that are required are like self-awareness because you have to know how you're feeling before you can be like, this is not mine and redirect it back to that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the total opposite of like sealing myself and protecting myself. So ever since I had this mindset shift from the plant medicine teaching me, like, this is what you have to do now. Ever since I started getting in touch with how, how I feel, and if something is not mine in my energy field, I just redirect it back to that person if I know who they are or I name it and say like this is not mine Mm -hmm. and it can go away from my energy field it was a complete game changer complete Mm -hmm. game changer and I didn't realize why practice was so hard for me and going back to the whole social worker thing and like dentist thing so dentists have a really interesting job because everyone's like you know they have a really they're in this awkward position and that's why their job sucks their job is difficult for a different reason because a lot of people hate the dentist and they have a lot of fear. Oh yeah, my, my dad just came to my mind. He, he would avoid it if he could. He would avoid it, right? So that's yeah. a lot of energy that people bring into the like dentist's yeah. office. So what dentists have to do is they have to absorb some of that energy. So you'll open your mouth and lie there. <laughs> Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because you feel like you're going to get attacked. Or you're you're going to get attacked. And what people don't know is your face is the one area of your body that your brain is like, protect this at all costs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your tongue is a very, very, very powerful muscle. So your mouth is super Im- important here. So oh. I'll make this short, but really people are protective of that area. So now dentists have to hold that energy and then physically work on your mouth. And so they don't have that ability to redirect the energy back to the patient at the end of the day, that causes a lot of issues. So I was basically dentist meet social worker as a chiropractor. And so I experienced the exact same symptoms that people in both those professions experience, which is a lot of depression and suicidal ideations. Mm -hmm. And so I had a lot of guilt and shame around that personally. And I didn't even want to talk about it because I had so much guilt and shame. And then I experienced all this and I was like, I don't have that guilt and shame. It was like, it was going to happen, you know? And so the way I practiced chiropractic wasn't going to fit the system because the system isn't designed to help people get to the root of what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's designed to stay on that surface level and help them kind of give them a band-aid solution temporarily. And then people are like, go talk to the therapist, but the therapists weren't even able to help some of my clients Um, Mm -hmm. or people didn't want to go see therapy and talk about it. And so when you can add that embodying element to it that somatic element that a lot of therapists aren't taught about Mm -hmm. and combine them that's the real magic that's when this like the like slowing down has to happen yeah for you to embody anything you have to slow down that's going back to the first thing that we talked about yeah and this is awesome now that you're speaking looking at my own journey the magic started to happen when I started to really feel my own emotions that I always suppressed Mm -hmm. and I also I'm, I'm highly empathic my the whole solar plexus completely open and it, it's interesting because you have a defined solar plexus but still you, through the other centers you can take on everybody else's right so um and i have i have met tons of emotionally defined um people in human design terms and they are consider themselves highly empathic so it's really not only in the solar plexus center where we can absorb other people's emotions um, from the amount of people I've spoken to. Yeah. And can I, can I just add one thing here? That's why I said it's more of a learned behavior. It is. Yeah. Because it, it, it yes. doesn't make sense that I would do that if you just look at my chart, but that's why I'm like, this was a learned pattern from yeah. childhood that I didn't know about. 
That's no, and I think that's very helpful for people that are also emotionally defined because they were like, well, I'm not supposed to be empathic, but it's really what you grow up with and what you, it's like, we are creatures of habit. And for me also, if I look back like three years ago when I was working with clients, I was also being a coach. I got to the point of almost being burned out because, oh my God, I would take on all this energy. And then when I did this deep somatic work, right? And, and that's something... I continue to do on a consistent basis mm -hmm. because it's so beautiful. It's it's about just accepting how we feel, right? And really allowing all these, you know, inner child's um, pains to be felt and to be acknowledged and, and not to reject that part of us anymore, right? It's such a beautiful part of our work. And from that place, I have started to, now I can hold space so much easier. Like, you know, I, I notice now people come to me and, you know, my head 13, they, they tell me all their deep secrets and um, and even like sometimes heavy stuff, right? And mm -hmm. I, I really notice like, I don't feel those emotions anymore. I'm like, wow, I have done some work. And even though I have that co completely open solar plexus, I can just receive the person that's sharing with me with so much love and compassion but I, I, it doesn't like it doesn't get into my energy field and and kind of stay stuck there. I I have I guess I have mastered or I'm on my way of mastering this habit of, you know, like knowing what is mine and what is not, and and just you know, there's also some energy practices to put like a protective golden white light around you before you have a session with a client, and all these things are incredibly helpful, especially for really empathic. Um, people that that work with a lot of people on a daily basis right yeah and so um I've heard about the uh white light too and I just wanted to empower people like you can literally just say that's not mine like if you name it and say it's not yours like it's gone like I want people to know mm -hmm. that it's that powerful too so I think the combination of both is is really really awesome and I also want to just say because I know that a lot of people that are at empaths might be drawn to this podcast I just wanted to say to people, like, if this learn pattern is resonating with you, just know that your safety was plugging into somebody else, mm -hmm. right? So it was safer when you plugged into someone else. So if you're in a ro romantic partnership, you might have plugged into that person too. And mm -hmm. that's why you might feel drained because you're holding things for them, holding things for them. And you feel like it's a one-way thing. So I just want to say that first of all. And second of all, what Annalena and I are talking about, about knowing how you feel when you unplug from someone the first emotion I felt was I was terrified right mm -hmm. because it feels so dangerous to your mind when you unplug from that source you're like that's how I went through the world I like I was able to like you know know what people needed and then provide that because yeah. you can plug into them and everyone's like you know how did you know what that teacher wanted it's like well I just plugged into her and knew exactly what it was and then I did it yeah, that's such a good point because it's so unfamiliar just to feel yours. Yes. And it's like all the same. And it's almost like what I, from my own experience, is like a lot of um, feeling alone and separate and fear of rejection and I don't belong. Yes. So, yeah. It's and deep stuff. Like, like everything you said, I want people to like really listen. Like that is deep. And you might just be like, it might just be going through your intellectual mind. But if, if you're open you'll feel it in your heart space and like I really like that like reach out to one of us because like I'm here to help that person like my heart is like these empaths who want to be conscious entrepreneurs the road can sometimes be bumpy because 
because there's so many decisions you have to make and so much energy that gets thrown at you. And I did a lot of figuring out of like what is happening. And so I want you to say like, I just want people to know like these emotions are strong, but you're stronger. Yeah, yeah. Like your, your, your true self is stronger. Such a magical journey. I notice now when I'm around really emotionally defined people, I used to take it on and I thought I did something wrong and I, I would get into the people pleasing. And, and now if somebody has a, a high, high or a low, low and it's around me in my, in my close environment, I don't feel a thing. I'm like, wow, this works. This works. This works. Like work. magic. No, really. I'm I'm still amazed. And it's a game changer in relationships. You don't take things personal anymore. You you just I I I have, I mean, in the beginning it was like I consciously knew it. And when I still felt it, I felt it and I let it move through my body. And now um it's like magically bouncing off my aura. And I, I don't know, somehow it it worked. Me processing all my own stuff and knowing what is actually my energy and yeah at some point so beautiful so Tracy as, as you know right we um we can talk for a really long time yeah. <laughs> so much amazingness um that we can share with everybody and I think we really went into some very very um important aspects especially for highly empathic uh, conscious entrepreneurs and I invite everybody as well like re-listen to the episode because there were some deep jumps in here I want to yeah say. yes um please do that yeah and and Tracy so how can people um if they're interested to perhaps work with you like who is your ideal client I mean I think we talked about that quite a bit but um mm -hmm. products and services that you're offering and how can they reach out to you yeah thank you for asking that so I'm really here for that spiritually curious conscious entrepreneur who identifies as an empath who is just starting out um, or who feels really stuck. So I work best with um, conscious entrepreneurs who are stuck at a financial level or feel stuck in one area of their life and they just feel like they can't move on. That's like the best person that I'm here for. Um, I have two offerings right now. I am calling them authentically aligned, the experience, and then authentically aligned, the um, um, immersive experience. So one is a four month um, online program. So we meet twice per month. Um, and it's basically just to help you with the things that I've shared with you now. So, you know, pulling into like my four line, like there's a lot of wisdom that I have and my six line. And so I just really want to share that with people. So it's like a coaching program. And I just share a lot of tools and tips that I've learned along the way. And then the um, other program that I have is a two day in-person kind of VIP day. Mm -hmm. So this is where I can combine what I learned as a chiropractor with what I learned as a coach. So there's a lot of hands-on work. Um, we do breath work, um, a lot of somatic processing. So that's what I realized was missing from my clients and I can do it a little bit and I'll teach you what I know through Zoom. And then you know this when we met in person, it's a completely different experience. Oh yeah. Um, and so I get to like, you know, do some of the energy work that I learned as a chiropractor as well. So that is like my fun thing. That's for the person who really wants to quantum leap, right? So there's a lot of slowing down to speed up. Yeah. And I've also found, especially for, you know, lots of entrepreneurs that are already like on the outside success or like financially really have found a success. You, you already make maybe six figures or seven figures a year but you find yourself being on the verge of burnout or already burned out. And you're like, well, maybe there's a way to be that financially successful, but enjoy life more and have more free time and experience more ease and flow in your life. So 
that's that's exactly what the VIP day is for. Yeah, and like just to add one more thing really quickly, I learned that um, you know we can always clean up our habits. Mm -hmm. So something Bob Proctor taught me is wealth is a habit, money is a tool. And what I took away from that was like, um, if you have bad habits of like not looking at money when you don't make a lot of money, if you do earn more money, you also won't want to look at your bank statement, you know, like those habits go with you. And so no matter what income level you're at, there's always habits that we can improve on. And that's the thing that I'm really here for is to help people get into alignment. I just do it differently than how I was taught in school. I love that. And I hope at one day we will bring this into schools. Yes. Book, Sarah. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine actually. Let's keep, hey, you have the gate 41 in your chart, imagination, fantasies. Yeah, I do. You're right. <laughs> um, so thank you so much, Tracy. And it will be all in the show notes. Um, her website is atelierix.co but I'm going to drop it in there yeah actually we're going to change that to like drtracy.co then everybody yeah, can spell okay. it perfect, perfect. All right. <laughs> so I'll change perfect. that for you yeah yeah perfect um and then Instagram I'm just going to drop it all in the show notes it's dr.tracydebbie and on Facebook you can find her as well um so yeah super super excited that you were here with me today I truly enjoyed this conversation and um, I hope you, the listener, also enjoyed this episode. So thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. All right. I know we already said bye, but we actually have a little surprise for you because Tracy has a little special gift for you all. So you want to share what it is? Yes. Um, I created the ultimate intuition checklist. So being an empath, it's really important to hear that voice of your intuition. It's the key. It's going to help you move through different challenges no matter where you're at in life. So take it from two empaths here. <laughs> so I created a checklist for you and Annalena is going to add the link to the show notes. It is for free. So please go ahead and download that. Yes, please check it out. It may just change your life for the better. So thank you again. I'm sending you all much love and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.